0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the prayer from yesterday morning, from December 24th. And it set the stage for the meditations for Christmas night. Last night, our focus was on how the prophets, even from 800 years earlier, the prophet Isaiah, speaks of the birth of the Messiah in the present tense. In fact we hear it in Handel's Messiah which we did hear in part last night part one anyway the appropriate part for this time of the year the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom a light has shown for a child is born to us a son is given us upon his shoulder dominion rests. they name him wonderful counselor god hero father forever prince of peace Fascinating, 800 years before Christ, and, and the prophet is saying a child is born to us, a son is given us. And so we focused last night on how Christ coming into the world is something that, that we don't just commemorate as a past event, but for those who know him as God, it is present. God coming into the world happens right now for each of us, especially sacramentally. Those words from the ninth chapter of Isaiah fascinatingly are surrounded by a description of everything else that was going on. All the people of Ephraim shall know and the inhabitants of Samaria that say in the pride and haughtiness of their heart, the bricks have fallen down but we will build with square stones. They have cut down the sycamores, but we will change them for cedars. And the Lord shall set up the enemies of Razin over them and shall bring on his enemies in a crowd. The Syrians from the east, the Philistines from the west, they shall devour Israel with open mouth. For all this, his indignation is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And the people are not returned to him who hath struck them. And have not sought after the Lord of hosts. The Lord shall destroy out of Israel the head and the tail, him that bendeth down and him that holdeth back. In one day, the aged and honorable, he is the head, and the prophet that teacheth lies, he is the tail. And they that call this people blessed shall cause them to err, and they that are called blessed shall be thrown down headlong. Therefore, the Lord shall have no joy in their young men. Neither shall he have mercy on their fatherless and widows, for everyone is a hypocrite and wicked, and every mouth has spoken folly. For all this, his indignation is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And it goes on and on and on. The, a child is born to us a Savior Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. And don't you think it's supposed to mean that everything's going to go back to the way it's supposed to be? So on Christmas morning now, we wake up and our Lord is born. It is a past event, and it's also a current event. But we wake up to another day. And... People still die and children still get cancer and wars are still waged. But we're only waking up to the the reality of Christ born into the world. Christ doesn't come into the world to force everyone all of a sudden to behave. Remember, this is not about power. The Holy Spirit comes down as dew and God the Son comes down as a baby and God the Father speaks of His love in a whisper. This is the humility of God in the manger in Bethlehem who will be recognized by those who seek out already what is good and true and beautiful. And if courage was needed in order to believe, if courage was needed to believe the message of the angel, if courage was required to journey to Bethlehem, Mary and Joseph need even more courage now. It's not simply that the world has remained fallen. It is even turning against them. So last night, the the mission that I identified for us was that God comes into the world in the present tense to communicate his love to us. God the Father's love begets God the Son. God has always been speaking of his love. We won't hear it in the scriptures until our Lord's baptism in the Jordan. This is my beloved Son. The union of Father and Son and Son and Holy Spirit reveals that God is His unending relationship of love without beginning, without end. And so our message is not just simply to receive God's love and to know that he loves us and that he made us beautiful, but that our mission is to communicate that to others, not just to inform people that, by the way, God made you beautiful and God loves you, that, that you become a prophet and, and make that message your own, as moms and dads do, proclaiming to the world through their children, you are beautiful to me and I love you. Today our, our mission, as it appears to me, is to take up this mantle identified in the gospel. To those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. The chaos, the evil, the wickedness, the decadence, all of that out there can become for some a reason not to believe or at least to to be despondent, maybe to give up because of despair. Our message is not simply to inform people. God is still God. God is worshiped by all the angels in heaven. But it's to become transformed to show that God governs me. And not to declare that God governs me, but by our peace and our joy, regardless of circumstance. To love others no matter what, no matter what they do, no matter what they say. People will recognize that there is, there is a heart that's been won over by God, there's a life that's governed by the light of heaven. But not simply to be a city on a hill and a lamp uncovered. That peace we can communicate to others by inviting them into that relationship of love. And we can only give if we already have that. When we, when we see the, the peacefulness of the, of the nativity scene, when we linger a little longer and look at the baby Jesus and Mary and Joseph, it's easy to forget that that snapshot of, of peacefulness Surrounded by noise and is peaceful only because those hearts are united to God. Christmas declares for all the world, for us, and for us to share with, with those with ears and with those who desire that God is in the world. God is Lord and King. God does govern. He brings peace. He offers joy. He doesn't impose it. And when we recognize that this altar, heaven and earth come together, bread and wine turned into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ, it is God incarnate, the Word made flesh, God who who has united the, the creator and creation into perfect order, perfect union, how much more amazing it is and miraculous, worthy of a celebration when someone is declared a saint, when a human heart is so perfectly united to God, healed, transformed, And so when we encounter someone who doesn't believe and are reminded that, well, it's perhaps the case because they've never met a saint. We are reminded of our mission. To be that instance of God having reclaimed his creation. and have made a, a home in a manger and have found in a house of bread a place where heaven touches earth. So we ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to make us, along with St. Joseph, by his intercession as well, that place where God is seen and peace is received. So we ask their baby son again to come quickly, we pray, Lord Jesus, and do not delay. That those who trust in your compassion may find solace and relief in your coming, who live and reign forever and ever.